welcome back to Unveil. This is your girl, Lady Rose. So today's topic is build your own empire. Okay, so I'm going to let my guests introduce themselves. I'm going to start with my girl from Washington. Hi, guys. It's Monique. It's Monique. Monique. <laughs> Hi, guys. My name is Jose. Hey, what's going on? This is Mondo. How's it going, guys? The plug tattoos on Instagram. Hey, what's up? It's Nancy. <laughs> Put the microphone a little bit closer to you. There you go. Okay, so um, the reason why I wanted to do this because I feel like if we are succeeding in our financial life, basically, you are succeeding in everything. I feel like people can be stressed over that, especially if you're not liking your job, you're not liking your boss, you're not making enough, or you're not just tapping into your purpose. So this is one of the reasons why I wanted to um, do this uh, episode. So I'm gonna go jump in straight to the questions and may I add, if you guys want to say other things, by all means, do it, okay? Okay. okay. Sounds good. Cool. All right. So the qu first question is, um, I'm going to start with you, Monique, okay? What's your entire, uh, your entire vision regarding the empire and explain the hustle to get there? What do you think? What do you say? For me, it's like, for like my, my like, help and like my speech, my generations right right it's not just like me it's like i want if you know me you know that like my family is like super important so it's not I, just yeah. like me it's like my entire family yeah so like so this is just I'm not like, for you this is for your whole family yeah okay uh but it's also one of those things where like they have to prove themselves right and like show me their work ethic also instead of just like writing on your post out so i'm gonna all the time i'll tell i'll invest whatever you guys bring out I just want to see that you guys put the effort as well. Not yeah. just like, oh, this is going to be able to help. Like, this has been helping you guys your whole life. You know, speak for yourself as well. So that's yeah. my vision for like me building the empire. Is it just like for right now and having the like now? But my future generation needs to not have to stress because my parents didn't come from money. My mom came from Same. My dad goes to get on Okay, go. Okay. <laughs> so, like, my mom, my mom always told us. Work hard, work hard, and you know, make money. Yeah. My dad, was, my dad told me find a trade. Um, then have work and get a job. Got a job, found a trade. And I was like, this shit sucks. So yeah, me, just working, like, working, working. Working, 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 and working for someone else. So for me, I don't. I'd rather work for myself and build up my own business, my own thing. Yeah. And be able to pass that down. That's a good one. I like it. And especially that you said that your family, you want them to work too, because it, you cannot be, you know, dragging everybody with you. It's a teamwork, basically. Exactly. That's what's up. Okay, who wants to go next? Free fall. <laughs> um, I'll go next. Okay, go for um, it. So when I read the question, you know, I think like, uh, what's my vision, you know, at the moment? So like, I, I've had different visions. You know, so I, I, you know, I wanted to have a business at first, you know, I wanted to, um, at first I wanted to just have a job, you know what I mean? Yeah. Once I started that job, I wanted to be the boss at that job, mm, okay. you know, so that at that time, that was my vision. Then I seen, okay, there's big, I can own my own company. Yeah. Know? I can do this on my own. So, right. and then once I got there, then I realized like, you know, that was a small vision, like there's bigger things like I can mm -hmm. do bigger things so 
as I go along, my vision gets bigger. But the goal, I think overall, like how she was saying, is to have something for your family, to leave something where, you know, they're set, you know. Yeah. Um, but, um, you know, the, the vision always changes, I think. Yeah, know? throughout time. Throughout mm -hmm. time. You start you, growing, you mature, so your vision starts, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, as you mature, your, your vision, your brain, you know, obviously becomes more mature. And, and, and what you want is, is different, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, so... That's a good one. I like that. So that's, yeah, so that's what I think about that question. Nice. Okay. Itu? Um, <laughs> well, for me, I mean, mine's a little different because I'm not for the county. I work for, uh, I have a regular a job, right? Yeah. So for me, it would be setting myself up for when I retire. Mm -hmm. My pops just retired. My mom's retired and they have no... It's, it's, it is what it is. They're going to get their social security and that's it. That's, yeah. that's horrible. So <clears throat> I think, um, to set my foundation or empire, however you want to put it, I gotta, you know, do these things where I join like the union I join, you know, so I get a pension 401k things that they didn't know about, mm -hmm. you know, it might not, uh, it might not set up my kids. You know, or, or their kids or whatever, but it's going to set me up to where I don't got to ask them for nothing. Right, right. You know, and, and then... kids a good foundation. Yeah, mm -hmm. they're, they're going to... I'm definitely... I yeah, definitely yeah. put them up on game um, as far as, like, you know, I learned from the people before uh, in front of me, like my parents, you know, uncles, aunts, or whatever, and I want them to learn from me. And not only that, but I'll actually... I'll educate them as well Yeah. on uh, how to set themselves up because if I would have known... What I know now in my twenties, mm -hmm. I mean, I could, I could have possibly retired at like fifty. I believe it. You're uh, a very hustler. Forty-five or fifty. Uh, it's not, it's not too late, right? But I'm thirty-six, so I got to do it now. There's no time to waste. No. Um, it's still doable. So that just the knowledge. Mm -hmm. Mine would be more of the knowledge and 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 doing, you know, yeah. setting yourself up for that retirement. And, mm -hmm getting yourself going so yeah and, and i'm not trying to say like okay only if you're starting your own business you're succeeding right, that's right. No, it's, vision as yeah. Well. yeah yeah like a doctor that's somebody as for everybody right yeah. a cop it's a and career, everything right? it's a career, a career. Right. yeah establishing uh you know a good you know reliable career is what it is exactly you know? something that you even like. if, if you do it yourself if you have to do it on your own or if you can find you know a good job that does it that helps you it's even better because mm -hmm. yeah. you get benefits and stuff right like yeah yeah for sure yeah well yeah that's what i'm saying like um is i you know again learning from different people that i've seen throughout the years um pension retirement 401k goes a long way when you mm -hmm. retire that's not even including your social security mm -hmm. because they set themselves up mm -hmm. whereas our parents or my parents at least didn't know that mm -hmm. so right. You know, I want to be that one that educates his kids and be mm -hmm. like, hey, nah, you got to set that up now, you know? Yeah. So. And then your kids are going to do better because right. you, you've learned. Right. So that's good. Oh, I'm going to push them to do better at an early age. Like yeah. I said, if I knew what I know now, uh, yeah, I would be way better off. Smart. But it's all good. So, okay. Yeah. Good. Our new guest. <laughs> so my perspective on the question, uh, my vision basically on my empire that I'm trying to create is uh -huh. kind of like we're all mentioning generational wealth, you know, um, something that we can leave behind for our kids and their kids, something to represent our last name, you know, mm -hmm. um, an enterprise, a franchise, anything like that, something, you know, 
I, sometimes I have visions as, as creating companies as big as McDonald's, you know what I mean? Right. Just mm-hmm. huge, huge organizations that are going to be here for years to come. Mm-hmm. Teaching, you know, my kids um, the aspects of business, how to run a business, you know. Um, obviously, you can't let them slack off and, you know, no, you got to, you know, yeah. you're going to give them that responsibility. You got to kind of lace them up on how to do things, you know. Mm-hmm. Um that's basically it for me. You just got to, you know, build and build and build. And don't think small. And don't think small. Yeah. Like, I mean, I take things as far as, you know, 401ks, pension plans. Those are all good. But I've learned um, different corners around, you know, how some companies, not all companies are going to offer you the best possible outcome when right. it comes to 401ks. You probably won't even get the full amount. Right. Um, there's a lot of fees. There's a lot of there's a lot of stuff that you can really um, learn about um just you know like regular things that people are used to you know like some people go with pension plans 401ks or you can take things as far as getting some of that percentage Mm -hmm. and then throwing it into some uh some condos some units you know what i mean some real estate right um there's a lot of things that you can do to build your empire there's just not one way yeah right i mean one of the things for example can be passive income you know you buy a couple apartments you know what i mean 30 units each, that can be passed down to your kids as well. It's a property. That's yeah. also, you know what I mean, an empire that you're leaving, you're leaving a legacy, finding multiple uh, multiple streams, multiple sources. Yeah. Because like uh, we were discussing earlier, you can't just rely on one source of income nowadays. Right. Yeah. And, and I'm the, learning that right now. And yeah. you, you, What are you going to do, leave your job to your kids? You got to think outside of the box and just expand and just build an empire, build a mm-hmm. franchise. Um, I, I see things as like, you know, you got to, you got to, idea make it happen you want to get a loan from a bank get your credit up pay the bank back after that everything's profit you know what i mean besides the deductibles but you got to step outside and just think outside the box because anything is possible right yeah and you're building right right for me well as you guys probably already know i just barely started so you guys have to go to uh pinkopoboutique.com hello (laughs) hey are you gonna do plus size i was kidding (laughs) okay i know right (laughs) okay well yeah that's that's and the words yeah that's so as for me i already do have my regular job okay so i am a medical assistant but i started to work on this um maybe like a year ago mm-hmm. and um i started to do this kind of like an investment mm-hmm. in the future because this can not only help me in the future yeah. in case anything does goes wrong i have something to back you know, on uh, fall back on yes yeah and not only for me but for my daughter yeah so, exactly um, so yeah so um so yeah so my vision is to just um Invest and invest and invest for it to grow because if you don't, you know, invest in what you um, want to see grow, mm-hmm. um, it's just going to stay in one yeah. um, level. So. Congrats, by the way. Thank yeah. you. Congrats. So, yeah, still working on it. But, um, That's awesome. I know. So, yeah. I like it. I like <laughs> it. I to say. No, I like it. No, um, well, for me, this question, uh, well... So I was working at a preschool, right? And I was the teacher's assistant. And uh, something happened that the teacher uh, left me with all the kids constantly, right? So I confronted her. And she didn't like that. So she read it on me with the director. Kiss a lot of ass to the director, right? So the director cut my hours. And for me, that was like a wake-up call. (laughs) Oh, you're paying me 
you're lowering my uh, my hours. Mm. This I could do this on my own. What am I doing here? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I felt like I need to do more than that. Uh, so that's what, yeah. right. Yeah. So I decided to open my own daycare. That the good thing about that preschool is that uh, I learned how to run a class, right? right. And I learned how to uh, be with kids. So this is why I decided to uh, open my own business because I was thinking small, like Jose said earlier, you're only working for them, yeah. but you're not working for yourself, right? right? They're getting more of the profit. They're the ones in command. I was like, no, I want to be in command, <laughs> right? I want to be the boss because that's how I saw myself, right. right? So when I opened the business, me and my mom did it like 10 years ago and it's just blossoming. Like, honestly, that too much, too many kids are coming that we went our separate ways because she was getting a lot of kids and I was getting a lot of kids. Wow. So that's how big it, it was getting. That's great. Starting, right? Starting your empire. Uh, yeah. But it, I'm going to tell you guys, the hustle is real. It took us like good seven years before we started uh, the word of mouth and all that yeah. stuff. Oh, they, they're good uh, providers and stuff like yeah. that. It took a while. Hey, as a parent, that's important. Exactly. I'll take word of mouth over a rating any day. Yeah. But yeah, and, and that's the one thing that parents want to feel safe, yeah. right? So that's why I try to provide everything that I can for those kids. Um, not only to, you know, protect them, but also teach them. Because I tell my kids, you're going to be the smartest kids <laughs> in all the valley, right? Because that's, that's right. what I want. Because I see this little yeah. paisitas, I'm like, no, we're going to succeed. We're going to be the smartest. What is true? I'm a paisa, I don't care. So, come <laughs> and so that's why I want them to be smarter than I was a kid. Nobody <clears throat> taught me when I was a kid. Right. So that's my building the empire because I don't have kids. But you know what I mean? I have your guys' kids and I like to build them up, mm -hmm. right? That's right. And so that's my reason why I wanted to talk about... Um, that question okay next question um is investment important if so how does it work okay i don't know nothing about investment yeah, I, don't know I was telling this guy earlier i was like a person can trick me right away <laughs> i'd be like what where's my money <laughs> watch out for the scammers <laughs> watch out for the scammers so, okay so, so who I'll, wants to go I'll, first I'll on this, hit one? this one okay go for it yeah um so investment go all right so like there's different types of investments and i mean it's it's better than the savings account, uh -huh. but it, you got to be out of your comfort zone. You got to be able to be out of your comfort zone because it's it's high risk. Obviously, there's right. high risk, low risk, and then there's no risk. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and investments, <coughs> um, it's basically like, basically like a four hundred one k. Is that it could be that. So, one one investment that I found uh, gave me fast returns mm -hmm. and and good returns was in cryptocurrency. And I've already cashed out some of it, oh, so okay. it's legit. And um, I, right. I want to say like a month, a month ago, a couple weeks ago, I forgot when it, it spiked up crazy high, and I just cashed out. That's sixty k. Yeah, I cashed out, left what I had originally invested in, so it's like I, I didn't lose. Mm -hmm. It was all gain. It was like five times my investment in gains in less than three months. So you just gotta be willing to 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 lose money, basically. It's like okay. it's a gamble. It's okay. a gamble, and that's the type of investment I'm into right now. Okay. Um, do you put a lot, or do you put a little bit? Like, how do you how do you know how to balance every it? every paycheck? I put some in there. Okay. Um, that's right. You know, like a hundred. Like oh, okay. 150. Okay, I was thinking like a lot. <laughs> no, no. So like, it depends. Like my brother, my brother's to the point to where if one of his, it's called XRP. Um, if XRP hits 10 bucks, because mm -hmm. he bought at like, I think he bought at like 20 cents. Okay. So if it hits $10, he's like half a millionaire. Oh, no. Half a mil. And he's going to pull out. And he's going to pull some out. Oh, for sure. He's going to pull. So he already told me. Do you guys ever yeah. risk it and just continue going? 
Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's it ate it ate shit yesterday eight, or the day before yeah. yesterday. It ate shit. It's been, so. it's been going down. Right? Yeah, it ate <laughs> shit. So actually, if anyone, it's it's a good time to buy it's right now. Right now, it's a great time to buy. So I bought to give you an example. So when it's not worth a lot, um, you could invest. Uh, it won't be the high. The price won't be so high to invest. Right. That's when you want to buy. And you want to sell. Well, if you want to sell, you don't have to sell, but you can sell when it's... So how would you know if it's going to go... Sorry. Uh, um, how would you know if it's going to go, like, big? You don't. Analyze the charts. You, you, you got to... Yeah, right. You would have to look at the chart analysis. up with it. Um, but you don't have to constantly be, you know, on the lookout. Like, okay. I bought, for example, I bought um, crypto at... It was, like, at four or seven cents. Uh-huh. And it went up to like a dollar and change. Oh, wow. So that little spike got me my five-time five, uh, five time increase of what I invested. Wow. And then that one that everyone's talking about right now, Dogecoin, I invested in that when it was, uh, <coughs> it was like 10 cents. And then it went up to, that one went up too. So. Is that the one I was telling you earlier? No, you were no, talking. Yeah, you were talking about a different coin. Okay. Yeah, XRP. I got that when it was like thirty-three cents, and oh. it's like a, it was a dollar something. So there's a lot of different ones. Um, I wouldn't go crazy. Okay. You know. So I hear that. What I was gonna say. I'm sorry. What I was gonna say earlier is that I hear that uh, now that they're trying to like the they're trying to do like a federal tax on that. So it's gonna. It needs to. Okay. As soon as it get. If you're not in right now, um, and it gets regulated. You, I mean, you're gonna pay high dollar. So like, yeah. So like, if you already paid out and you made like, let's say you made like half a million dollars, you're gonna have to pay taxes towards that. I don't, I don't know. Like right now is the wild west. Like it's there's no rules, there's no regulation, there's no. I don't even know if I'm gonna have to pay taxes on what I pulled out. I'm sure I will. So what what I was telling you earlier, okay. it's decentralized now. No governments are able to get a hold of it. Kind of like how he's saying, you can go wild and out right now. Okay. There's no governments taxing it, getting a hold right. of it. It's decentralized. What he's talking about is that they're thinking the governments are trying to get a hold of it and centralize it, meaning it would have to go through banks, it would have to go through them. As opposed to the money. As yeah. opposed to going through the blockchain. The way the way it goes through right now is a systematic process where it's a blockchain. Um, that's where all the cryptocurrencies are traded. They go through a blockchain system and that's the system it goes through as opposed to going through a third party or a bank or a government yeah. that's trying to control it. Okay. Right. So, and then, you know, you got other investments, which is, which would be like he said, you know, properties. I think, especially in this valley, this valley is super green still, mm-hmm. even though it looks, even though it has expanded, there's a lot you can still do here that are pe- that people aren't tapping into because they're just, that's, you see people from <coughs> San Francisco, LA, San Diego, New York, New like all these big cities would come here and do business here because they had the vision. They know what, they know what this valley is capable of. Mm-hmm. And that shit, it wouldn't piss me off, but I'd be like, <laughs> bro, like, you know, I, I need to fucking get on this shit because, mm-hmm. you know, you got all these out-of-towners, you know, buying up properties like crazy out here. And they don't even live here. They're just renting them out. Yeah. Airbnbs, rentals, um, you know, they're using them for all this other shit. Like, there's an Airbnb, where are we at? There's an Airbnb right here in Coachella somewhere that yeah. I've been to. And I was like, how the hell is this at Airbnb? Like, it's yeah. in the hood. Yeah. But they fixed in the inside. Oh, it looked beautiful. Mm-hmm. It was dope. It was a dope ass house. Mm-hmm. So the these people, yeah, these oh, people yeah. are coming from out of town and they're taking over all this. They're taking over the valley, it seems yeah. like to me. So the those investments, part. yeah, those investments, if you can invest in properties, yeah. that's a great, that's a great investment for me, at least I think. Okay. Yeah. So I'll leave it at that for now, but you know, that's, that's good. good. Yeah.
Yeah. Do you want to jump in? I'll jump in. Okay, jump in. <laughs> so, investments for me, investments. When I hear that word, it's a beautiful word. That, that's what's gonna. That's what's gonna create your empire is the investments. Um, there's long-term investments. There's short-term investments. You can day trade. You can trade on the 15-minute time frame, the five-minute time frame, right. or you can buy and hold a stock for 20 years and be like Warren Buffett, who yeah. got uh, I think it was Pepsi or Coke stocks, and that's kind of what got him to the millionaire um, position that he was in. Now he's like a multi-billionaire or something. But investments, it's, it's, it's great. You can go real estate, you can go stocks, you can go the foreign exchange market, cryptocurrencies. Um, but you know what? At the end of the day, investment starts with yourself. If you don't have the mindset, you're not going to even have the desire to invest. Um, it starts with, uh, for example, years ago, four or five years ago, when I was barely getting into all of this business, investing, financial um, stuff. Everyone was out partying, spending, they were spending $500, $600 in Rosarito, $700, $1,000 in Rosarito. And I was taking those $1,000 and I was going to real estate conventions and I was going to stock conventions. And I, would, I remember going into conventions in LA, Fullerton, Anaheim, and they'd have these charts and I'll be like, what the heck am I looking at, you know? $600, you know, per day to invest in education. I came back and I had something that wasn't ever going to go away. My homies, they, you know were buying material things, they were going out and partying, wasting all this money, and I was going to conventions, taking tours with real, with like real companies, real real estate agents, everything yeah. like that, and I was just trying to feed as much information as yeah. I could. Basically, the way I saw it, I just wanted to do what the white people were doing. Basically. Every time mm -hmm. I see a nice car driving down the road, I tell myself two things. How old are they, and what do they do for their living? Because if it's an old man, it kind of processes like, okay, like they deserved it, they worked all their life, right? Yeah. right. But if it's a kid my age with tattoos and he's driving a freaking Ferrari, yeah. I start thinking. I start thinking. I'm like, what? Like, I, I I don't know. Like, what is it? You know, what what did he do? What, what are the steps he took? And those are investments. You know what I mean? Um, high return investments like cryptocurrencies. That's definitely one. It's popular. It's a lot of hype right now. Um, mm -hmm. But just investing yourself, like I said, you got to invest into the education. If you're going to jump in because of hype, I would suggest you take some courses online, mm -hmm. buy some books, you know, go to a couple conventions where they're, you know, you don't have to buy any products just to receive information. You right. know what I mean? And that uh, also goes co-hand with basically self-development. Pick up a book, you know, Gary Vee, there's um, Grant Cardone, there's Tony Robbins, there's so many names, uh, so many um, authors uh, they're like motivational authors, and mm. you can just pick up a book, read that entire book, and you'll be a changed man after that book. It's all um, it's all mindset, you know. It starts with that. If you don't have that, you're not even gonna have the desire to think outside the box. Right. Yeah. Good. That's my Good. take on investments. Jose. Um. <clears throat> yeah, like how he said, like uh, it's, it definitely starts with yourself. Right. Um, my investment is uh, my investing is different. Um. I, I don't know how to work, you know, buying stocks. Right. I'm, you know, I hear the hype right now, so I'm trying to, like you said, everybody's talking about it. So, you know, I have money that I do want to invest in it, um, mm -hmm. but I want to learn, you know. First learn. Um, uh, all my investments, like, it's very important. First of all, this question is, you know, is it important? It's very important to invest. Uh, but like, I, like he was saying, like, if you don't have the mindset, it's not leaving myself first and any money that I'm going to invest, it has to be backed up by me. Like, mm -hmm. if I'm going to lose it, it's going to be lost on my account, right. not on believing in somebody else is going to make me rich. Or, and then they leave, yeah. Right. So, first of all, you got to believe in yourself and, like, go 100% all in on yourself. 
So everything that I've done that has been successful and that has worked for me, mm -hmm. I, I went always all in. Meaning my, my money, my life, like everything. Like I gave it my all and it worked because I was, I wasn't, I was determined. There was no plan B because mm -hmm. I wasn't going to fail, mm -hmm. you know? So, um, when I invested and, and when I started investing, you know, I, I always made sure that, uh, I covered every corner. So I wasn't going to, I wasn't going to take a loss regardless. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not willing to take a loss. You know what I mean? So, um, sometimes, I mean, sometimes you do take losses and you yeah. got to take it as a lesson. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to take it as like, I completely lost. I'll take it as I learned and it won't happen again. You know what I mean? <coughs> but, uh, I, I, I don't, um, I'm prepared for it, but that's not what I want. You know, I don't want to, nobody wants to take a loss. So, right. um, if you believe in yourself and, and, uh, you give it your all and it doesn't work, it really isn't failing because you're going to try again and mm -hmm. it will work next time. So, so, you're trying to so tell overall, stop. yeah. So overall, you know, you could lose the battle but you haven't lost the war so keep exactly. going you know what i mean so if yeah. you're gonna invest uh go all in and don't give up on the first you know hiccup or whatever yeah. you know um just keep going on that investment like give it your all don't if you have let's say you have fifty thousand dollars don't say okay i'm gonna take ten ten thousand and see if it works mm -hmm. You're gonna be too comfortable with the other forty thousand that if it doesn't work, you're gonna be like, whatever, <laughs> yeah, whatever. I lost it. So if you put in your whole fifty thousand, you're gonna be like, oh hell no, I can't lose no fifty grand. Yeah, you know what I mean. You're gonna serious. give it your all. Like you're gonna get your ass up and you're gonna make. You're gonna be the investment. Right. You know what I mean. That fifty thousand is just gonna open the door and you're you know, you know what I mean. So, um, and and it's the same thing with uh, I think with. Um, buying stock, you know what I mean? It has to be up here too, you know what I mean? If you're smart and you know what you're gonna do, then it's gonna work, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, I, I've seen like a couple videos and stuff, so like, um, I'm interested in it and I do wanna get into that, but I'm not there yet, you know, I'm not into I'm in the same yet. boat with you. I don't know, but I'm interested. Yeah, I'm I, wanna, like, I wanna grow yeah, more. Yeah, I'm like cash on, like I like to invest my cash <laughs> and I dole up and make my money back. Yeah, there you you know? Know. That's so, investing too. You know, so, but, you know, it, it started little and then, you know, depending on what you're doing, you know, you, you, you can, your businesses grow too and you make big amounts of money and you have to invest back in your business 100%, you know what right. I mean? If you want it to continue um, doing well, getting better, growing bigger if you want to make more money the more money you invest the more money you're gonna make exactly. period you yeah know I mean? so it's very important that's right yeah monique do you want to see something regarding this question i will say like i think for me like i bought stock i just bought it and i'm just like i'm waiting 20 years i'm just gonna see i did buy crypto and a couple <laughs> weeks ago i was happy as hell and now i'm like <laughs> You're like, I feel like a big girl now. <laughs> I'm like, I didn't lose any money, but, you know, my investment isn't as much as it was a couple weeks ago. Right. And then, like, just investing in yourself, I mean, like, if you have to invest in yourself means, like, believing in yourself first and foremost. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't know who said this right before me, but, like, I have a plan B. So it's like, we don't make this happen. You right. Know what I mean? in. I worked somewhere for so long, and then when I was originally starting, I like was like, oh, well, I have this job, mm -hmm. and I'm okay, because I make enough with 
make enough, not making mm. more than enough, make enough mm. with the job, right? Yeah. And then when the pandemic hit, when I lost that job, it was a wake-up call. That's so like, mm. had you, like, put in this work three years ago when the pandemic hit, you wouldn't have been worried about it. Yeah. Instead of, like, crying, you're like, I don't have a job, what the hell? So, like, that's when I learned I need to invest in myself first. I think that it's like, well, if you fail, it's okay. Yeah. And it's like, you don't want to, you know, that's how I was thinking for three years. Mm-hmm. So it's like you have to just change your mindset. It's like I have to like invest in myself, and I invest in my, I invest in my company every single week. Right. I invest into it because I'm like, if I don't, when I won't make any more money. But it's like I, ha- I make sure I do that mm-hmm. because of what my long goal is. Mm-hmm. I feel it. I like it. Okay, so I'm learning regarding investments, but I did find some scriptures in the Bible. There's like 31 scriptures regarding investments. Nice. Yeah. And there's um, like a hundred scriptures regarding gifts and talents, right? I think it's a gift that you guys have that you guys could tell all these graphics and all that stuff. I wouldn't be able to. I was like, what yeah. is that? Right. And then also I found like how many scriptures for 14 verses regarding believing in yourself and all that stuff. Right. So this is why I feel like God is wants us to be fruitful. Not busy, but fruitful because he wants us to all succeed in our finances. And like these guys are saying, there's not just one way. There's different ways. So I'm glad that you guys brought this to the table. Thank you. That's very awesome. Okay. So the third question. Oh, I like this one. I like my question. (laughs) Just kidding. Okay. What drives you? Your passion or money or both? Both. Both? Nancy? Yeah, just both. Okay. All right, she got straight to the yeah. point. Plain simple. <laughs> there there it is. Yeah, I think she answered for all of us. Yeah, I think both. Okay. What about you, Moni? What do you think? I would say both. Okay. Um, I'm not gonna lie. When I first got, when I first started, it was the money, right? Mm-hmm. But the more I'm talking to people, and the more I'm educating people, and like, and it was like a passion. Oh, okay. You start to like, I'm, I'm like, oh, what I you're doing. Good money. Yeah. And now it's like a passion. Like I, yeah. And being able to just, uh, changing, I don't know. My overall goal is, like, I want to be able to make an impact in the world somehow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? You can't really do that. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, this is how it is. But you can't impact people, change people's lives without having the money behind it. So, like, I felt well, for sure. Yeah. I think I think it goes hand in hand. You okay. Know? Um, Hey, you're passion. good at what you love. Yeah, you make money yeah, out of exactly. it. Why not? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And usually, you know, if you have your own business, it's something that you want to do. You know yeah. Because nobody's making you do it. Exactly. So, yeah, you know, the passion of doing what you like and making the money at the same time, you know, it's it's great. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. It I goes, feel it. It goes hand in hand. You I know like what it. I mean? So being happy and then because, I mean, you could be doing something you don't like and making money and... It's not good, you know what I mean? Yeah. So if you're doing something you like and making the money, you know, it's it's just perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're at a good spot. Now that's a happy life. That's yeah, a, I'm that's, not going to lie. That's, yeah. <clears throat> that's kind of funny you say he said that because I'm going to piggyback off that. So I was making great fucking money, but I wasn't happy. Mm. So the passion wasn't there. You know what I'm saying? The yeah. money was there. It was really nice, but mm-hmm. the passion, that job was just trash. Yeah. Was it draining? It was draining, stressful, no family, work balance. I was there from nine to nine sometimes. And I was in a car salesman. I was in insurance. So um, you're making money to support your family that you never see. 
basically. Mm-hmm. That's trash. Yeah. I would tuck in my kids through FaceTime sometimes. And then when I would have dinner with them that one, two days, they'd be like, oh, you're going to have dinner with us? Awesome. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, it's trash. So a passion of mine that I still do that I've done for a long time is, like, for money is cut hair. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll always cut hair. I will always cut hair, and I enjoy doing it. Mm-hmm. Even if it's after work, on yeah. my days off, whatever. So, because it's like we're just chilling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're lounging. And then if I get, you know, one cut, two, three, four cuts, whatever, it ends up being like just a little, we're just chilling, rendezvousing or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, drinks come out. It's like I'm enjoying what I'm doing and they're paying me. Mm-hmm. So, that passion for, you know, I'm, I got the passion to make the money, but it's like I'm not really working. Because right. you know, it doesn't it feel up. like work. It's not hard for you. Yeah. You like it. You're right. Yeah. That's what yeah. Yeah. So, Vito, what do you think? So, what I always tell people is find what you love doing. And ever since I was a kid, uh, I've always been an artist. I've always drawn. I've always doodled on all of my assignments. And people always told me no, right? Now mm-hmm. that's what's making me a living. That's what's paying the bills, putting nice. food on the table for and my kids. And you're pretty good, by the way. And, I'm every, gonna, yeah. and, and everybody told I'm me no. As a, as a kid, all the <laughs> teachers would tell me no, right? Yeah. But I didn't care. I was just trying to uh, elevate my gift, you know, and get better and better each time. Um, so now through art, like when people hear artists, when I used to hear artists, I never thought they could make good money, right? Mm-hmm. But I mean, because there's you, so much competition out there. Yeah, exactly. And it's very like abstract. It's not so traditional, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I found multiple ways to make uh, money out of art. And if that's what I love doing, if somebody else l- loves doing something else, they can mm-hmm. find multiple ways to make money off of that as well. You know right. what I mean? There's no, there's no excuses. Um, but yeah, passion, uh, like, it, that, that, that's what has to drive you. Because like these guys were saying, man, you, you can't let the money drive you. Mm-hmm. It's never going to be a good turnout. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, your your whatever you do isn't gonna improve. You know, you're you're just the focus is not gonna be there mm-hmm. where yeah. it should be, right? Yeah. So I mean, it, it is a little bit of both, um, but you gotta learn to balance it. You know. Yeah. You gotta learn to balance it, and then just um, stick stick to you know where you, where your heart's telling you to go. You know, if your heart's telling you to go towards the passion, then focus on that. If it's mm-hmm. telling you to go towards the money because you need to pay bills, then just just try to balance it at that point. Right. I like it. Como sama for me, it is both too. For some reason, I've always gotten along with kids. <laughs> Maybe because I'm a kid at heart. I don't know. Nice. But I've always worked with kids. I was a school bus driver. I was. Uh, I worked at a preschool. I worked at the daycare with my mom. So I've always ended up working with kids. Even at church, like I used to be uh, the youth leader, mm-hmm. right? Not anymore because they kicked me out. No, I was kidding. <laughs> no, they did it. They did it. I'm just kidding. No, but um, so I used to work with kids constantly, right? So I, I, I enjoy it. And then I was thinking to myself when I was leaving that preschool, I was like, damn, make money off of it, right? Mm-hmm. So I love it. I love working with kids, dancing, uh, circle time, all that stuff. Like, I really enjoy it. <laughs> I do, Mondo. I used to work at, I used to, because I used to work for other people like Macy's. Circle hated time. working for Macy's. Like, oh my God, customer service, working with adults. I don't like it. Yeah, but I would never, I would <laughs> never go back. <laughs> I, would, I would never go back. No, yeah. amount, no amount of money can change your mind. Hell no. And then and you have people, to meet a quota. No, and then people wonder why I left. Like, no one believes me. Like, they, everyone thinks I got fired. And I'm like, nah, bro. Like, I was top five, top ten constantly. Mm-hmm. Got an investing yourself. Bro, I was top five, top, like, for the DMs and everyone to call you and see what's going on, what's the problem? Why are you leaving? I yeah, mean, did they I, try to give you a raise? They, they probably would have, but yeah. I wasn't. I just told them straight up, I'm not happy, bro. 
Like, oh yeah, and then, then they is. know that's the that's the end. I'm not fucking not happy. happy. And yeah. I told them, is this gonna change? Is that gonna change? What's gonna happen with this? And they're just like, we don't have an answer for you. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, well, I gotta, I gotta dip. Yeah. Yeah. So I've had a lot of jobs that I didn't like, so I was like, I worked for um, Subway for a whole week. <laughs> for a week, for a whole week. <laughs> I can't see you. I, just, I, I know, I can't do it. I was like, what? I could imagine me? you're like, fuck you're this trying, you're telling me I need to serve you. <laughs> you're telling me what to do. Exactly, like, you nobody tell me what to do. <laughs> yeah, you need to love what you do, like, constantly yeah. or stick with it. Yeah. Okay, so um, next question. What would you tell a new entrepreneur when. The hype is over. Because we all get hyper. I'm excited. I'm going to do a move, right? Yeah. But what if everything goes stale? Like, for example, like I said earlier, it took a while for my business to grow. So what would you tell those people, like, in that little gap, right? What would you tell them, guys? Tell me. I would, I would say it's your time to shine. Like, it's your time to put in that work. You yeah. Know, believe in yourself. Be patient at that time. Yeah. Um, and stay busy. Stay busy. You know, like, if you whatever you're trying to do, at that time is your time to like put in the work, you know, so your reputation gets up, so mm-hmm. your people know about you, your work, your, you know, your whatever you're trying to provide or whatever, you know, it's your time to put in that hustle mm-hmm. so that, you, you know, in the years to come, you can receive, you know, what you put your in Your reward, yeah. yeah. All the hard work, like, yeah. um, take time. your favorite, take uh, time. the guy, the basketball player, um, Kobe Bryant. Kobe. He put so much work behind the scenes mm-hmm. so he could shine in the court, right? right? Like Walt Disney, he went bankrupt like so many times and he still, you know, went for it. Because the hype is over when yeah. you see failure after failure, like, oh my God, but you continue going. Yeah. So, yeah. That it's not going to work out and I'm just like mentally preparing myself like, like okay, keep it going, keep, keep it going, going. Keep it going. Yeah. Yeah. You know, people are not gonna like it. That's okay. There's a lot. You're not gonna be able to see. That's okay. This, and, it, but as long as you're getting, I think as long as you're getting like likes and not likes, and, and it's you're not getting, about the likes, it's about the sales. Yeah. <laughs> 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 this is what we know. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I know it's true. It's true. It's yeah. true. Yeah. Damn. It's true. Que decir algo, señores? What was the question? what would you tell a new entrepreneur when the hype is over okay so that to me like it depends on what you mean by hype um well like when uh well like what she said she's been mentally prepared that you're not always going to be succeeding throughout your career right and you're excited at the moment but then something just kills your vibe you're like shit you know something you're questioning yourself should it continue people are not liking it but it's okay okay so in that case i would say um Talk positivity into your life. Um, yeah. Words are powerful. You know, the, the frequencies that you send out, that manifests what you bring yeah. into your life. Um, so just think positive, basically, to, yeah. keep, to keep it short. Um, okay. the, the thoughts that you um, process in your head, um, that also takes a lot of play into your life. If you're thinking negative thoughts, oh, I failed, I failed, I failed. I'm not going to be able to succeed yeah. the next time. That's going to overcome your your whole uh, life, basically. You know That's right? how it's, you're manifesting You're, you're defining your own life. Just, so watch out what you say because words are powerful and watch out what you think because your thoughts are powerful yes, as well. Yes. Yeah. yeah, good one. Um, I would say um, don't be afraid to reinvent yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't stay in, like, I hate that fucking phrase. Oh, I'm sorry. I hate that phrase, stay in your lane. Yeah. Like, why? <laughs> why? You know, like, <laughs> if you're a grinder, if, you, if you're a hustler, you're a hustler. It don't yeah. matter what the hell you do. Exactly. I could sell waters yeah. and make yeah. a profit. There you go. Yeah. 
Why why am I going to stay in my lane? Yeah. Just because you don't want me to sell your waters and make more than you? Mm-hmm. That's what I feel when people say that. So I would say don't don't be afraid to reinvent yourself. If you got, you know, a business, tattoos, whatever, make shirts. Mm-hmm. Make, uh, you know, whatever. Like, reinvent yourself with a slick-ass logo yeah. and be like, hey, new shirt's popping. What's up? Mm-hmm. Five, you know two for whatever or right. you know little yeah. little deal there or come get a tattoo get a free shirt whatever you know uh, yeah. you know buy a dog whatever so I mean, he could make some sick ass logos with a little franchi or whatever and then that be selling them cute. shirts yeah you know <laughs> so i would say work. it's in the works <laughs> it's in the works <laughs> i would i would say don't <laughs> don't be afraid to expand don't be afraid to um like I said, reinvent yourself. Even I have a damn logo for my haircutting. That's right. It's not my full time job. Even down to the stickers, bro. Yeah. Even down but to I the have stickers. a Doughboys. Yeah. I have a yeah. Doughboy fades logo. You Shout gotta, out to Karmic. You gotta hype yourself up when yeah. you lose the hype. You know? And people yeah. see the the shirt I'm wearing and they're like, "Oh, shit, that's a dope shirt." Yeah. You know, it's a dope logo. Um, Brince <laughs> did it. Brince Washington did it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's what I would say. Okay. Itu Monique, what do you have to say for that question? Because like I was saying right now about The Rock, I was hearing a documentary about him, Oprah mm-hmm. Winfrey. I don't I like listening to them. I don't know why. But anyways, um, he said he came over here uh, to Cali with $7, right? He started wrestling, and then that was getting stale. And now he started doing movies. And now he started writing. <laughs> a pro- he was a producer. So he's like reinventing himself constantly. Yeah. And that's how he's succeeding. Now yeah. he's doing a tequila thing and stuff like that, right? So for me, it's kind of yeah. like... Don't just stay in one lane, like you said. Keep it going. There's yeah. other ways you could succeed. Like, Different sources. Exactly, yeah. So keep it going. Believe in yourself. 
and what you were trying to uh the bible you were saying that um life it, uh, life and death is in the tongue that's what it's basically yes. yeah so it's like whatever you speak that's what you will you will read mm -hmm. right so um okay next question i keep it short and sweet i can't do nothing yes. <laughs> but um all right uh number five what do you need to know before starting a business and i'm gonna look at you more, uh Nancy, because I saw all the struggle that you went through. You had to learn so many things behind closed doors because everybody likes to call themselves the boss, right? But do you have employees? Do you run your own business for you to call yourself a boss? Do you even know what it takes and the responsibility to be a boss? And I have a boss. <laughs> so what did you go through when you started your own business? Like just like regular stuff, like like the um the city um the taxes all these things that you have to go through that you had to learn yeah um well at first i had to go through the CD cdtfa uh-huh um, once i got my sales permit i feel like shit. That's, that was my first step that was like wow okay i did something right and then after that um then i started to register with vendors and getting permission to buy from vendors and I was like oh, okay and then from there I had to well first of all I had to start with getting my domain name mm -hmm. registering mm -hmm. that and then the CDTFA the seller's permit then I had to go and register my domain name with the county right and then every little step was like um, something new right it, it every little um, step that I completed I was like it gave me more like um, I wanted to like it pushed me more to mm -hmm. like okay I can do this by myself mm -hmm. I'm not even asking for help no you didn't even asking nobody. yeah and you I just went to MIA I was like where's myself <laughs> just by, by looking up looking up information and in the internet and just going for it and it's like okay if there's people out there that don't even speak English and they have their own Mexican restaurant, mm -hmm. you can do it. Yeah. Like, why, the why are you looking at him? It's like, why the fuck me? You know, like right. I was fucking born here. So I went to school. It's like, why can I fucking do something for myself? Yeah. Like, yeah. Why am I limited? Like, I don't, we don't have to limit ourselves. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And I wish I would have done this like a long time ago. Mm -hmm. um, I would have been rich by now. <laughs> you probably would have. But yeah, it, it was a struggle. It wasn't easy. Yeah. And then um, what pushed me a lot too was that every time that I wanted to share some of my success to someone, um, mm, you will get the Haters negativity. Or copiers. And you will get ne people. negativity from us like, damn. Wow. That would actually push me more to do it. Yeah. Right. And to like feel like, okay, I won't do it. You know? Yeah. Like, no, I can't. You know? It's like, the old Nazi will probably would have done that, but um, that would just have pushed me more. Like, <laughs> it, it, yeah. yeah, just so, and I went through a lot of struggles. I will go to sleep really late, getting information or trying to like develop and do your my website. website. And so, yeah, it wasn't easy. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah, yeah. like I, not everybody's gonna be there to support you, and right. you mm -hmm. don't need. Unfortunately. You don't need nobody to support you. You just need yourself and just to believe in yourself. Yeah. You're your biggest cheerleader. And nobody else matters but yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, there's some stuff that I needed to learn, too. Um, I needed to get insurance for the house regarding the business. Because if a kid gets hurt, you know, I, I will get sued and all that yeah, stuff, yeah, right? I had to learn little things like that. And yeah. also, when I'm doing my income tax, I had to show if I'm, play, I'm paying <clears> somebody. 
how much am I paying them and their insurance and all that stuff, yeah. right? So you have to learn little things like yeah. that that I didn't know. I was like, what is all this, <laughs> right? Yeah. What is my money going to? Yeah. But yeah, so little things like that we have to be aware of. Do you guys know more about uh, starting your business, what's behind it? I just know California ain't small business friendly. That's mm. that I know for sure. When it comes to all the regulations and stuff like that, I've seen it with the homie that's a general contractor. Mm-hmm. That fool let go of like four people because he was paying more in, um, I forgot what kind of insurance it was, than he was on payroll. Mm-hmm. I forgot what insurance, I'll remember, but anyway, so he had to let go of like four. Yeah, that's why, that's, that's ridiculous. That's why I was like, is it worth having an assistance? Right. Because I'm going to be paying so much uh, uh, for tax and for the uh, county and mm. all that stuff for them, right? And I'm not going to be paying them enough. And yeah. nobody's going to want to work for minimum wages, you know? Like, right. nobody wants to do this. So I'm like, is it worth it? Can I run it by myself, right? Yeah. So little things that we have to look mm-hmm. at, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. You want to add anything? No, nothing, no. nothing really. Just um, make sure you get your, uh, your branding up before yeah. trying to um, make your business official. Um, get your branding up you know you like your logo everything like that mm-hmm. um and you also have good, to own it right yeah well like she was saying domain name um yeah. make sure you have you know if you really want to take some big steps good credit of course yeah but yeah there is a process you have to buy your domain name that's for like websites and everything like that mm-hmm. uh, i have a clothing company feral peril on instagram give us a follow <laughs> so uh what we did was we got our uh Fictitious business license. Okay. It's a DBA. It's called doing business as it only um, certifies basically certain coverage okay. um, So we're like covered in all of California because we uh, went ahead and got our sellers um, We started looking into getting our LLC mm-hmm. But then you would have to buy your LLC for different it, Well, there's different LLCs you can buy in different types of coverage and everything like that But there is a huge process you have to go through and it's a lot of fees as well Every time you go and, you know, get your domain name or whatever, you, you have to pay for it. You get your registration, you pay for it. It's a lot of fees. Didn't you say something? There's a difference between the LLC and there's another one? The sole proprietor. Oh, okay. So, so what's the difference between those limited, two? Uh, lim- or limited liability company. Oh, okay. And then uh, the other ones, the, which one did you say? Sole proprietor. The That's sole one proprietor. Is just you by yourself, basically. Oh, okay. Uh, You're independent. Yeah. That's right. That's what you got. Yeah, oh, she'd okay. be a sole proprietor for sure. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I've done, actually, I've done both. I have two licenses. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah, so I have, uh, for my first one, I hired somebody mm. because uh, it was, it was it's hard. It's a lot of paperwork. And I was already working another business. So I hired somebody to do that uh, that paperwork for me. And uh, it took, it took months. Like, it took, like, a couple months. Like, you had a... You know, pay if you want to. Um, like you could do a business under your name, and uh, you know you don't have to. Uh, you don't have to uh, pay for uh, like a, a a brand or, or or a logo or none of that. You could just get started right away and have it under your name, and uh, that's what I did with uh, when I first started, right? And then when I got another business, uh, when I hired somebody. Um, they did the LLC for me. They did a seller's permit for me um, through the city. But we had to go through like the different cities. I had to get approvals from different cities. It took some, you know, it took months. Um, it's so it, it's a big process. So, you know, don't think it's like uh, it's going to happen right away to get started, it, you know. So be prepared. Have money. If you don't have a job, you know, make sure you have backup money. 
um, be prepared for hiccups and stuff like that. But um, yeah, this is why I want to uh, uh, advise the audience. Like, there's a lot of stuff that goes yeah. into it when starting a business, but don't get discouraged. Right, continue right. doing it. Yeah, and I would advise. I would advise if you could get, hire somebody to do it for me, and it was much easier. They took care of. Do you recommend somebody? Um. Or you don't want to say. No, I don't want to say no names. Okay, okay. <laughs> do what part? Like, what are you talking about? So to do like um, finding a building for you, finding okay. city permits. Um, getting licensing and stuff like that. It's not hard. It's not very hard. Cause it's like, just time consuming. It's time consuming, time. right? You could do, like you said, like uh, you could find stuff online and find all the information is online. You could do everything on your own. Any questions you have, you could find it online. But it is time consuming. You have to go down and talk to people where if you hire like a, a you know, like a lawyer or whatever that's taking care of it for you, then it's, you know, they take care of everything for you for a fee. You just right. pay them, you know what right. I mean? And it's taken care of. So it was much easier for me to do it that way. You know what I mean? It cost me a little bit more, but I had the money to pay for it. So it was, you know, I didn't have to do anything. I didn't even have to show up for, you know, yeah. to sign. I just yeah, rich signed. people do that. <laughs> Monique, do you want to add anything to this question? part we're all what first generation american to do this yeah right yeah i am so yeah. you know you're talking about they have generations of you know anglo americans yeah. advantage and you know they're exactly. they they've already set themselves you know a lot of them already have all you know the the tools and resources that mm -hmm. we just didn't because our parents just knew to work hard and save your money because mm -hmm. we had a different saying? lifestyle that they yeah. brought their own type of way of thinking and building right yeah so we didn't know since they took over we don't know how to, how to run it right. we were their employees well we were their slaves now we were their employees right so now it's kind of like okay we don't want to be your employees no more we want to be our own boss right. so we have to learn from you know from the beginning so I'm glad we're doing this. Um, okay. So, ooh, okay. Is life insurance important? If so, why? I want to ask Monique because I know you know all about this. <laughs> I personally would say life insurance is important. Okay. Um, is it just for life and death type of thing? No, living benefits now that you can, that if you get the, if you get the policy, you have living benefits also. Okay. But it's also like a great way to let, if 
have a policy, like, you can teach them how to, like, take the money that they get and build, and continue to build, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, the basic, like, barrel cost, for me, I'm like, if, any, if anything else, if you don't leave your kid, like, or whoever, you know, beneficiary, at least, like, take care of your barrel cost. Mm-hmm. And I think that because, like I told you, I'm going to California, right? When I first, when I first on the phone, going to California, there's so many times that I hear people in my community, in the CJ community, have passed away, don't know how to pay for their funeral. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fundraisers and, like, and all that stuff. Fundraisers and all that stuff. And I'm like, that's so stressful to have that as like a, everyone that you, that care for you now have to figure out how we can put $7,000. That mm-hmm. doesn't sound like a lot of money, but it's a lot of money for people who have extra money, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like, yeah. The least thing you're thinking about is the money. It's like you're yeah. hurting right now, and then yeah, you have to exactly. pay for this. Yeah, exactly. And then it goes into a whole like your family's mourning. You know, who wants to go to work when they're like still like dealing with the the grief of a death? Where mm-hmm. it's like it, it takes time to process that. So that's why I think life insurance is beneficial and super important. Right. So yeah. You guys want to jump in? Uh, I will. Yeah, okay. I've seen it uh, working in finance and in insurance. Uh, <clears throat> life insurance is very important because I used to hate having to tell people oh, you have to wait 45 days with a death certificate before I can close your parents account it's like what the what like yeah. I always get to like why you yeah. know and it's just bank regulations <clears throat> um, and then uh, you know seeing all these car washes is unfortunate you know like that's the last thing and even in my family mm-hmm. like that's the last thing we want to do how much it's gonna cost mm-hmm. and stuff like that and I've had the family that was set mm-hmm. I mean we literally had their funeral like a week and a half after they passed or whatever it was like it was super fast yeah you know because they were set so um, not only that but you take the burden off your kids or your parents take it off of you you know of, of having to worry about that too so like I remember my mom sitting me down and taking out her little box and telling us me and my older me and my second oldest brother <clears throat> she was basically like, something happens to me and your dad, go to the room, get this box, get this uh, envelope, and she broke it down to us. She's like, this is how much you'll get, you'll get, 
you know, you guys need to split this and that and this will pay for that. And I was like, whoa, shit. Like, I didn't want to hear that. Yeah. As an eighth grader, you know, freshman year, what I forgot what year I was in. I was like, damn. So they were ready. Like, you guys going to die or what? Like, yeah. what the hell are you showing me this for? But yeah. it was, it's just because we don't talk about that type of stuff. We don't. Um, in the Latino community, there is no life insurance. Mm-hmm. Uh, not, 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 not necessarily everybody, but that's just something you didn't really talk about. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, no, no, yo, you know, I have some in the savings or whatever. Like, or they just didn't never thought they were going to die. Yeah. We're still young. We're still <laughs> so, we're good. You never know. Yeah. And I remember when my boys, my boy in uh, my old neighborhood, I heard his mom saying that she had life insurance on all, on all of them, even the kids. Wow. That scared me. As a, as, as a person who was not knowledgeable and like naive to the, to the concept of life insurance, mm-hmm. that scared me. I was like, why would you put life insurance on little Alex? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I was like, like oh, what? Yeah, you know, but she had these policies on the whole family. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So they were, you know, it's just knowledge and, and being aware of, of it. I think yeah. that's what scares people. It's it's a scary subject to a lot of people. Yeah. Because I think life insurance is like, oh, what? what you're saying I'm going to die? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just kind of stupid, but that's how people think I about see, it. I actually like if we're going to live forever. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I think, you know what? I think it's, I want to say something. I think it's very important. Just recently, you know, I've been seeing a lot of people pass away. And... Yeah. The families are just, you know, they go through a hard time, you know, and it made me think like, if I die, you know, what's gonna happen to my wife and my kids? Um, if you, if you're young or even if you're old, you know, and you're like you're trying to build a legacy, but you die, you know, you're trying to build your empire, but you die and you don't get to do it, you know, at least you get to leave something for your kids and, and your family or your mom or whoever you, you know. Is your family um, help them? Yeah. yeah, you know, help them, you know, so they don't have to. It's already gonna be sad enough that you passed away, you know. Reason, yeah. I think it's just kind of like be responsible <laughs> and help your family out. Yeah, like come on, like like, yeah. like you, like rule of thumb that I would, cause I I didn't sell life insurance, but I I would do the referral. Okay. So like rule of thumb for me, they would tell me is like if someone like you were to come, cause oh, it's just you, right? Mm-hmm. And you have your home, cars, whatever. You would want a policy that could pay all that off and then still have enough for your burial and you know what i'm saying so you would want a higher limit policy so if i leave anything behind since i don't have kids or a husband what would i have it's, to do, do who do i leave it it'll become um what the states i believe it is if no one I can if, decide if, 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 if next of kin doesn't get it that's so what i can I, decide that's what i, I want to leave it for my goddaughters or anything like that if um yeah it has to be i think in an estate an estate or um there's another one but yeah you would have to it would have to be legal it would have i don't to be want legal, the, legal, i don't want them legal. to have it <laughs> right well if that's what i'm saying if no one claims it the state will claim it oh okay it has to be like a notarized paper or something. yeah i forgot the name for name for it. i haven't been in finance in a while but um it would have to be like documented your last state your last will yeah like a will and state damn like to a, think about all that stuff yeah right exactly like my grandpa he's you know my grandparents are really old right now and they have nothing set up there's so many uncles and aunts i don't even want to imagine what it's going to be like if someone were to pass away they're going to start fighting for the house there's the house is paid off he has a savings and like you know he has all this stuff everywhere but there's no right there's no order Mm. so uh it's just it's a it's going to be a shit show yeah Uh, you want to add anything no you're good just that i agree Okay. Life insurance is important. Yeah, it's something to think about, especially in our age. I was like, what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what? I never cared. I never cared about it till 
just recently, you know what I mean? It's like, I don't think. Yeah. But, you know, once you start getting, you know, a little bit older and you start seeing all your friends die and then you have to... Start thinking about that stuff. Start thinking about it. You start seeing the family suffer and stuff yeah. and it's just not cool, you know? Well, the crazy part for me wasn't that. It was like, I didn't think I was going to live this long. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> no, I'm serious. The life that I was, I was like, I'm still here. Yeah, and that's super cheap. Yeah. Like, at that age, I got mine when I was like 23. Was super cheap. Yeah. And what is it? What were you going to say, money? Well, the thing is that people don't think about it when they're young, right? In your 20s, look at policy So it's gonna be more expensive when you're older? Oh yeah, for sure. for you so if i decide to get one right now will this stay the same I feel like I'm at a Primerica meeting. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Well, we need to go. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. Exactly. When they're young, they're young. When you're young, you just dumb shit. Like, I'm like, yeah, we do. Thank you, Lord. We make it. We I still remember when I was so high, Monique, and we got into the freeway, and I was driving like 40 miles per hour. <laughs> <laughs> We're so I did that. I, I, ran. You I like, got pulled you over. Like, I didn't know you could get pulled over driving yeah, slow. I got pulled over doing that. Yeah. I was, uh, I was, I was just being careful, officer. <laughs> you want to smoke? Uh, Damn. Yeah. We're full. We're full. Revive you and then kick your butt. I know. <laughs> That's funny. Okay. Next question: Does our business improve our communities? Would you want to bring your business here if, like, if it, it grows big? Would you want to do it here in Coachella, or do you want to go where it's popular and popping? Where it's popular and popping, girl. Really? What? Yes. Yeah, because mm -hmm. you, hey, you got to take the money from where the money is okay, and bring girl. it back to no. your neighborhood. You no. know what I mean? You know what? Every time go. I go there hiking go. and I pass by El Paseo, I'm all like, bitch, see that where it's that store that says boutique? That's going to be my boutique. <laughs> because right. I see it this because way. Because all these travelers are coming from out of 
town, town, and yeah, they're spending their money the here. So they're not gonna come and travel to Little Coachella no. and try to try and buy your clothes. Yeah, right. But we are. But we can. You know what I mean? They can spend their money with us, and we can spend our money with our neighborhood, with our people. Yeah. You know. Providing jobs. Like, We're still supporting. Yeah. We're she's still, still she's still gonna go to Six Street Coffee. Yeah, you know I'm gonna still go to the one-stop shop. <laughs> no, but it's because I feel like we need to improve our communities to make it popular that they come to Coachella. Yeah, but if yeah. we don't have income coming in from other sources, we already have Coachella Fest. It's gonna be dry. You, know, you have to make. You have to bring money. No, in. I know. I and you'll, you'll, you'll have no impact. No way of impacting the community without money. Yeah, it's, it's demographic. It's if demographic you make a business too, and you and you give jobs, you know, you can you can make a business. Coachella, you hire all people from out here, mm-hmm. and right. you keep paying them. Now they have jobs. Now they can take their families out to dinners and yeah, you know what I mean and. Bringing money to, to the neighborhood. You know yeah. What I mean? so, it's just because yeah. I see a lot of people, uh, when especially in my age, uh, they left Coachella. You know, they went yeah. to Indio, La Quinta, and I'm like, no, I'm staying here. Yeah, but <laughs> they moved because they moved to a better... Um, but why can we not, not make this a better community? As soon as I got my money, I was gone. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I'm the only one to for one Paid cash. Paid <laughs> cash. That's funny. <laughs> what do you think, Monique? Should you stay or should you go? Um, I live in a very white neighborhood. You do. Right? Washington. <laughs> Washington. I mean, state, I should say, right? Um, when I think community, like, I take it more personal to, like, my people community like mm-hmm. my cousin is 18 graduating from high school right i told him i'm gonna get you a sales job somewhere else first so you can learn sales right get your license and you're gonna come work with me oh okay right so like if i can help people in that way like teach them how to mm-hmm. then yes um i would you know so yes i think it is important okay because being first generation for me, again, it's my family. <laughs> Maybe I'm a little biased. Aren't we but all? Like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I'm like, yo, get your license and we can, we can get you going. Mm-hmm. Because, and I and I do live in a white neighborhood, right, in white state. So, like, there's not a lot of minority-owned businesses here. Mm-hmm. Well, there are, but they're, like, taco trucks and, like, you know, karaoke shops and stuff like that. But it's yeah. not, like, other businesses. So, yeah, I think it's important. Um, I'm saying because... I'm saying about building in a minority business that's not just a restaurant. Or, right. You know, I like that. A little store or whatever. Yeah. Um, I'm saying because they got the money. Yeah. And I, and I like that you're staying so I could go visit. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, I thought about leaving, Yeah, so I've personally experienced um, actually a couple of uh, buddies of mine okay. who have started businesses and have had huge impacts in the community. Um, for example, you know, I have buddies who their businesses are solely promotional, okay. um, promotional services. They'll promote artists, they'll promote events. Um, and then you start seeing things like food trucks start popping up out of nowhere, food truck events and, yeah. um, you know, more events, basically, um, 
depends on what you mean uh, by impacting the communities, but I have seen a lot more culture be brought out by in independent business owners, um, people that are bringing out the art scene in the community, you know, oh, I love that. they're yeah. bringing out uh, a lot more like vendors, you know what I mean? Vendors, mm -hmm. events like that. So I have seen people um, have huge impacts in this community with their businesses. Yeah. Yeah. I just think like we, we could improve it. You yeah, know, so we I can agree. enjoy our, 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 your kids, not my kids, your yeah. kids can yeah. enjoy, not leave and feel safe. Right. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that's why I meant like improving. So, um, I like that. Um, okay, last one. You guys ready? Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Starting from scratch, what's your goal to leave behind? What do you want to leave behind? Like if you're dead. <laughs> if you die <laughs> what do you want to leave behind it could be anything your wisdom your business what is it that you want to tell or what do you, how do you want people to know you like you know what did you leave behind i know you said your daughter earlier but you know is that all <laughs> she's just staring at me. <laughs> what? what do you want to leave behind my legacy <laughs> okay how do you want your legacy to look like well i will like um if it's not pink opal, it could be something else. Okay. But leaving something behind that actually grows and expands to yeah. around the world. You never know. You gotta think big. Somebody though. to touch. Yeah. Uh, myself kind of goes back to the first um, question. Okay. Just leave an empire behind. You know, leave a, a future. You know, have. I just want to make sure that my kids are set, and that I also leave them with the knowledge of how to make sure that their kids are set. Because, I mean, if I set them up, I would expect them to do the, the same with their kids and then just keep the ball rolling, you know? Mm -hmm. So, alongside um, finances and, uh, you know, a legacy, you know, um, education as well. Yeah. So, I just want, you know, all the generations in my family to come to just be prepared and educated and just basically know everything I didn't. Yeah. Give them the shortcut, you know what I mean? That yeah. way they can skip through all the mistakes, skip through all the years that I took to learn all these things. Okay, good. You too, Mango? Um, mine would be like the, the foundation, um, and the knowledge from my mistakes. I would like to leave that like, so they know like, Hey, yo, he did this and it didn't work out that way. He recommended we do this. So, um, <clears throat> just my knowledge and understanding of what mistakes I've made, mm -hmm. I would like to leave that behind so that my kids don't do it, Okay. you know, and their kids don't do it and so right. forth. And because I learned from my family's mistakes, mm -hmm. you know, Same here. so yeah, yeah, um, I mean, the same, like, uh, you know, just what you know, what they're saying, I, I definitely agree, you know, like, just leave something for them, for my family, and um, you know, something to, to make them proud, you know, to make them. You know, most, mostly, honestly, most important thing that I think is, like, that I'm leaving it would be my name for my family, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And I want that to, I want them to to walk in somewhere and, and people be like, oh, your dad is so-and-so, you know, I have much respect to you, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I, I want to mm -hmm. leave behind for them, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, people to, to know who they are, people to respect them, people to know that they're an honest family, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like. That's something that, like, old school, you know, that yeah. I remember, yeah. like, yeah. looking up to, like, my uncles and, like, go somewhere and, like, they respected them, you know, mm 
Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. It's like, oh, you're you're one of the Herreras. Yeah, you know, exactly. Like that type of yeah. deal, right? Yeah. That's so gangster. That's so gangster. <laughs> we hear that in Mexicali more than here. Yeah, yeah we in do. In Mexicali, oh, that's the Los Garcias de la yeah. Luna, yeah. Santa Isabel, whatever. I'm a Medina. It's true. It's true. Yeah. You know, it's and like that's what I mean. But it's like back in the in the motherland, you know, old yeah. school. Like mm-hmm. that's you known by like if your family is is worthy of the respect you know yeah. like, yep. if you're like oh you're one of them like oh hell no like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? or you know you're known as like a good <laughs> yeah exactly you know what i mean and for me it's you know to me it's important because you know my my family uh you know we don't come from a lot and i'm from mexico so my, my kids are first generation mm. here so i want to leave no, i want to leave that for them to be proud to be <clears throat> mexican to be you know that to have the blood to come, you know, from over there and what what yeah. it means, you know, yeah. to carry that. So to me, that's like, yeah, that means a lot to me. You know? Hell yeah. yeah, that's a good way of thinking. I see it too. I like that. Ham talamante is another word. I need to change that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, Monique, what do you want to leave behind, girl? Um, kind of like going back to the first question, right? I want to leave a legacy, but not just like a legacy of like my my future generations knowing I want to leave an impact on like Washington State, right? Mm-hmm. Because that's like a big, like I'd say like a homeless issue or just like foster children issue, you know what I mean? There's just like for me it would be leaving a legacy behind of like I want my future generation to be able to carry it on but mm-hmm. also be able to be proud not just that I'm able to like build something for us but also build something that would like impact the community. Right. So, yeah, just, you know, that's pretty much what I would want to leave behind and like my, I don't have any kids yet, but I have a beautiful niece and two nephews, and I have two nephews and please. I know, they're so, so cute. Me, oh, man, they're so cute. My I Gemini know. niece is very much Gemini. Uh, <laughs> but, like, uh, for me, like, if I don't have any children, I want my nieces and my nephews to know, hey, like, Kiki took care of us. Mm-hmm. And then the future generations so know, like, I took care of them. And just be, like, as soon as they were... Sorry about that. Uh, it cut my friend off. Sorry, Monique. Uh, thank you for your input. Uh, for some reason, I was having uh, technical difficulties on this episode. I don't know why, but the only thing uh, that I could think of is the devil don't lie because, hey. Anyways, uh, so for my final conclusion, I just want to jump into um, something just touching my heart that I needed to speak of uh, our finances and building an empire for our community because I feel like people just think of God as, okay, he just cares about your uh, spirituality. But in reality, he cares for us that we also succeed in everything we put our work into, right? Because, uh, for example, I've said this before, when God created Adam, what's the first thing he gave him to do was work. So when, uh, and then afterwards, when he created Eve as well, what's the second thing he gave them to do is to uh, flourish in this earth to produce and to um, be fruitful. And a lot of people just think, oh, just have a bunch of kids. That's what it means. No, it means more. God wants us to be dominion over this earth and this land and to know how to rule it and work it. And that's what he wants us to do. But for us to do that, we need to find ways in how to do it, right? So I, for myself, I personally uh, had to go through steps that God touched in my heart for my own you know, personal experience was mindset. That's the number one. Get your priorities straightened out. Number two, 
break old habits and create new, new ones. And number three, always keep it humble and learning. Because if you just stay stuck in your little bubble, you're not going to grow. You need to have different angles of information that will make you succeed, not just one way, but many ways, right? And then the other ones is activeness. We cannot be lazy. The Bible says the lazy will not uh, succeed. They will continue to be poor. Um, there's a parable that Jesus spoke of. It's in Matthew, um, I believe it's 25. 14 all the way to 30 is about investments and it's talking about how this owner gave three of his slaves a certain amount of uh, profit and two of them made it work that they got extra profit because they put in the work. The third one didn't do nothing and the owner literally dismissed them. It's kind of like I, I gave you something so you could, you know, give me give yourself actually some more. I might be uh, changing a little bit of the story, but it's basically saying that whatever God gives you, we need to multiply it. And it's not only talking about to men, but it's also talking to women because in Proverbs 31, it talks about how the woman needs to also be uh, have the knowledge and how to be profitable and how to succeed in her own journey as well. So this is not just a man thing. This is a, 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 a human thing that God wants us all to succeed, right? And then... Uh, and so we have to have good work ethic. And another thing that I had to find very, um, it was hard for me to do that, is you need to surround with the right people who are succeeding like you or more, right? There's nothing wrong to hanging around with the old people, right? But be limited to that because people can drag you back. People can be a little negative. People can be a little bit like, ay, esta que se cree, you know what I mean? But you have to like, you need to surround yourself with go-getters, with mind, uh, uh, with hustlers, with people that know how to do this, you know, or someone who could teach you the ropes as well. Your surroundings is everything. Like in Proverbs 19, 20, it says, seek wise counsel, right? The Bible also says iron sharpens iron, right? We need to grow within ourselves. There's nothing more awesome than a bunch of friends succeeding together because this is the way I see it. If you succeed, I succeed. And if I succeed, you succeed. We're building each other up. That's my ways. Okay. So the third one is you have to have faith. Okay. You have to have faith in God that you are going to do your part and God's going to do the rest. God creates the tree. We create and build the house. Okay. So that's how it goes. Teamwork. You are a team. You are a team with God as well. You need to have faith in yourself and you need to have faith in God because God is going to move mountains that you cannot do no matter how much you stress about it, no matter how much work you put into it. You could lose sleep, everything. But in the end of the day, God is the one that makes a way. Okay. And so that's one of the things that helped me to succeed in my um, businesses. And I just want to give that out there to all of you guys. Right. So if you have a passion, by all means, go for it. Because the Prover in Proverbs 29 says, God gives us all a passion to build on, right? And God also says about to have, he wants us to have good wealth. And that's in Deuteronomy 8.18. Please study the word of God because God wants us to all succeed. The thing about God is he created all of us. So he knows how to make us happy or what will make you happy. And trust me, the most stressful thing is your finances. Nobody likes to stress about that, right? Especially like we were talking about earlier that what if you die? How are they going to pay for your funeral and all that stuff? Leave 
and uh, good, have a good insurance to protect your investments and your assets and also so your family won't um, be stressed about it, right? Be smart about it. Let's change and break old family curses. And, and it, there's, um, I don't know who said this, but this billionaire said, it's not our fault that we were born poor. But if you die poor, now that's your fault. You have a choice. And I just want to encourage everybody to seek, succeed out there. Because if you succeed, you're happy. You're just happy. You, 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 I know money doesn't buy happiness, but it does buy you a lot of security, a lot of you know, things that you need, food, um, shelter, a lot of things. Don't depend on money, right? I'm not saying that, but I'm saying it brings a sound of peace, right? Okay, so um, honestly, that's my conclusion for uh, this episode. But honestly, I don't know what I will want to leave behind for the last question that I had everybody answered, honestly. Um, the one thing I think that I want people to remember me is that, damn, God did a change in her. And because of her, she changed not only her family's ways, but also the community. I think that we just need to build something awesome that, it's not only just for us, but also for our raza, because we've been under pressure and blocked by success, that it's time to break away from that. I want everybody, and I want everybody to win, not just certain, not just a certain race, everybody, because that's how God wants it. All right, guys, this is your girl, Lita Rose. I'm out. Stay blessed.